0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Hello and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another edition Uh, lovely to have you back thank you for listening to us Uh, we were checking the numbers a little while ago good numbers man good numbers thank you very much Uh, do keep uh, please spreading the word um, we could, we would lo- we'd love everyone listening but we'd love some more people listening so if you could do that for us that would be fantastic thank you to our wonderful patrons as well for helping us keep the lights on you are doing a bang up job there thank you so much uh, we're going to be doing some things in the new year for our patrons I know I keep saying I'm going to do this and do that but I'm going to do it I'm going to do it and I'm going to get uh, Mr Danny Phillips on Danny I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it I'm going to get you on alright I said I'd do it I'm going to do it we're going to have a chat our wonderful patrons, Mr. Danny Phillips, we'll get him on have a chat. if anybody else wants to have a chat with me yeah, from our patrons? Uh, do drop me a line, and uh, we'll have a chat. I'd love to have a chat with you. Um, good. So uh, before we get into it, I do need to do some admin. And uh, what we've got now, we've got um, we've got our stylish, uh, insane in the membrane T-shirts, and uh, they are on. Uh, they were through uh, SOS Clothing. They're still with SOSClothing.co.uk but those lovely boys Mark and Stacy have set up a new website and this one's called buy buythatmerch.co.uk and if you go there uh uh buythatmerch.co.uk also what they're doing now um, they're taking care of other people's merch so on that on that website you've got um, you've got uh, off the beaten track stew um, you've got the pink toothbrush uh, two girls one uh, one podcast um, they're on there and it's all there. everyone's merch and what they're doing now, they've got they've got this brand new equipment installed in their warehouse, and it's state of the art. This stuff is massive. It's so great. Um, they're starting to do the merch for for bands and comedians and all that. So if you're listening to this and you need some merch, drop those boys a line. Uh, go to buythatmerch.co.uk. Tell them that we sent you, um, and they'll sort you out. There's no like middlemen. There's no mucking around no hidden fees They will. you get what you're given you, they get, you, you get what's there it's all in front of you and they will sort you out they've got all the equipment they, and, and it's good quality garments as I've said before it's ethically sourced vegan friendly they really know what they're doing and it's they're really worth getting behind so buy that merch uk. get onto to that um, they will sort out all your merch needs so thank you for that do that and also like I say tell them we sent you um, and and uh, and do and get your limited edition uh, Insane in the Membrane coffee beans from wogancoffee.com based in Bristol lovely, lovely Bristol where my sons live um, if you use the exclusive membrane listen to promo code MEMBRANE that's one word you'll get 10% off our podcast packs uh, I've got one right in front of me now they look brilliant uh, it tastes nice too it's Colombian and Brazilian blend uh, 100% speciality Arabica bespoke blend that's what you'll get so do that Go to welcomecoffee.com and use the promo code MEMBRANE, one word, you get 10% off our podcast packs. So do that, that would be fantastic. And uh, don't forget to check the episode notes each week for links to our guests, our merch, and our YouTube and Twitch channels where you can see me in action in the studio. So yeah, I'm having to comb my hair and dress nice so because you can see me now with video and it all. So yeah, go to our YouTube channel, our Twitch channel, uh, and that's what we're going to be doing. We're just going to be flinging ourselves all over the internet because we've decided, we've been overthinking it. We've been overthinking it, like people talking to us about algorithms and this and that. We're just gonna start flinging stuff out. So you find it, see it. We'll keep flagging it up. Find me on the find me on the socials. I am Rich Wilson on Instagram. Uh, we've got Membrane Podcast on Instagram, Fembrain Podcast on Instagram. We've also got the Tuned Up Time Machine on there. That's mine too. Um, we've got producer Paul. He's on Instagram. Find us. We're all over the place. We're on, we're on Twitter as well. I am Rich Wilson on Facebook. So just come and find us. Let's link up. We'll send you loads of good stuff. We'll have a bloody good time. Um, so. Let's get on with the episode, shall we? I'm chatting away, doing all the admin. I think that's the admin done. Our guest is um, Chris Martin. Now, no, wait, not that one. And he does say that on his on his socials. Uh, Chris Martin is a damn fine comedian, damn fine man. Uh, currently based out in LA. I've known Chris a few years, and uh, uh, he's he, we're talking about him coming on phrases. I mean. Thought we, we didn't quite make it work, but now we have, and I'm so glad we did. The guy's brilliant. We had such a good chat, um, talking about what it's like being out in LA uh, whilst you know all, the, all this sort of COVID nonsense is going on. Um, it was a really good chat, really funny. He's a, he's a lovely, lovely guy, and we really got stuck in, as we always do. Um, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's top, top dude. So uh, yeah, still what? Let's stop mucking around. Coming up in a minute is Chris Martin.
0: a podcast from producer paul.co.uk.
1: So we were talking about Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving where you are. (laughs) Yeah. And and like you say, it's a tricky one to, to, do you get involved or do you not? But you sound like you're getting involved. I'm getting involved. With your vegan food. Yeah. I got involved. I
2: made a vegan nut roast, which is my trademark holiday. My issue with Thanksgiving is it's, Two of the most similar meals on the planet a month apart, right? This, then Christmas. It's literally the 25th day. It's going to be a month apart, and then you kind of, you know, you shit on Christmas dinner a little bit a month early. They need to space them out. That's my one note to America. (laughs) It's my one and only note that America needs to change.
1: Everything else is absolutely perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So what is it about this day? Why is it this day that's Thanksgiving? Do you know what? I thought that yesterday, because
2: it's always... I think it's the last Thursday of November. And I've always... Oh. I've never quite... Easter does the same. I'm not up for these, just give me a date. I'm a person in like structure. 25th of December. Jesus was born. Definitely. That's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's the 25th of Thanksgiving. But then last year, I guess it was the 20. How does dates? Was it 24th? I don't know. But like, you know, why, why pick the day of the week and not pick the date? But maybe there was no, there was no official date of... What is it they what is the thing again
1: it's something it's quite troubling isn't it they like yeah i think that's what it is yeah it is quite troubling what did yeah. they do steal
2: yeah. the they give thanks for stealing the land is that what it is sort of in yeah the, something in the- like that
1: yeah so yeah i don't know now you when you really that's the thing in it these things have been around for years <clears throat> yeah. when you start looking into them as we all do now you kind of go oh shit yeah we shouldn't be probably celebrating that do you know almost all phrases I've
2: learnt? Like that, like not almost all phrases, but a lot of phrases that you say are not like grandfathered in racial undertones, bad racist. There's a racist connotation. But really? like, almost fr- all phrases like that. I Keep learning. Like I'll say something, and <laughs> someone goes, you "Can't say, it. not in that. You can't say this anymore." But I mean, in a more like, "Oh, I didn't know that that came from yeah. bad times." But um, that's I don't it. Know I us into use- this
1: path. <laughs> <laughs> troubling <laughs> troubling past but this, two minutes isn't it? but it's all kind of it all adds to this sort of like the mental health conversation where you know these these phrases have been around for so long and, and, and are used so freely that they lose the actual meaning so they just you just don't even realise what you're saying half the time yeah you know, like the phrase cotton picking oh, wait a cotton picking minute and that was around for years and then suddenly we went, hang on a minute you know what that means right you're like oh shit
2: yeah, of course. There's, yeah. There's, what, I had a weird one on stage here uh, a couple of years back. I, someone did something and someone else said something. And I went, oh, was it? It's like Chinese whispers or something. And then they all stared at yeah. me. And I was in, cause in America. I was like, oh, yeah, you guys call it telephone. And then I went, oh, yeah, I'm assuming Chinese whispers is horrifically racist. And I've never thought of that till I just realized, <laughs> which is kind of ironic being in America and then um, making me feel racist. But I don't know if any <laughs> We probably started it.
1: But I yeah, you're right. So.
2: You say these phrases. You're just so used to. I mean, yeah. let's not, there's there's many. I'm not gonna start listing. <laughs> yeah, let's <different> not racist <laughs> phrases to say why they're bad. But yeah, your your brain just is so used to saying shit. You just keep saying it until somebody goes, uh, and then you know, if you're a reasonable person, you go, oh, I don't really need to say that. So
1: maybe I won't say it anymore. Yeah, exactly. There's that. I mean, I I still someone the other day talking about the end of their penis. And referred to yep. it as you know and i went wow are you still saying that and he went well i went listen to what you've just said and they go oh ah uh, yeah it's <laughs> that, again, that, you just- it's that word is so
2: in the Brit- british etymology to the point where yes. my wife said it like not and she's half filipino right so you you know, not that all Asian people should, but you would think she would be, but she said it. And i went, like, why did you say that? She went, that's what it's called. And I, she went, oh, that's not, I said, it's called a urethra. I mean, it's not, you don't go to the doctor. And they but she, it was so, you know, growing up in Scotland or whatever, I guess, she was so used to people saying it that you just don't, didn't mean so it in a bad meaning. way. Yeah, it lost its meaning. No. And um, it's good to be reminded sometimes uh, that it has a meaning and you shouldn't say it. <laughs> Bring back
1: urethra, it. mate. That should be the campaign UK. has <laughs> <is> urethra. <laughs> yeah, it really just rolls off the tongue. That one doesn't it?
2: <laughs> you sound like a scientist. Sounds smart when you <laughs> say
1: it. If you're going to I talk like about it. your so dick, what? make it sound smart. Say urethra. <laughs> <laughs> like Norma Dollar said, use the decimal points. So that makes you sound more sciencey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just made me um, laugh, but also a bit
2: sad because I remembered he. Oh God, he's so funny. That guy. Oh, yeah that was that was I'm one assuming. of those weird that was one of those weird ones where i i'm i'm not one of those people and i'm not judging people that do but i never go I, d- I don't know why i should just get on with it and just now when people pass away you go on the internet and you you say something and it seems this, but my, my my problem with that is a lot of people kind of make it about themselves which i kind oh, of hate time. well yeah a lot of people but all of them um <laughs> <laughs> pretty much all of them but it's always a weird thing of like oh I, yeah the, but then there's been weirdly it's been a really weird few months and in, in comedy especially a lot of comedians and there was that, that week he passed away and then um that british comic who co- i never worked with but everyone said he's the nicest guy oh away. phil gerard yeah and then like everyone had a and then that was a week where in la two comedians died from od'ing on Oh, wow. from fentanyl mixed into coke so it's just this weird thing but then I, yeah and weirdly Nor mcdonald even i never i just remember watching that special of his on i think it was on netflix like so many times that yes i actually felt the need to say a thing and then i just then i f- started worrying oh do people think I'm-? and then i was like it's not about me Stop worrying. Do you, do you have that we go oh people think i'm an yeah. asshole and you go and you go actually no one is even thinking about you it's not about you
1: no no yeah. one gives a shit but what is, it is interesting what you say when you see these stories is people. these so I was genuinely because nobody had any idea that he was ill he didn't even tell Conan no. he didn't tell anybody it's just suddenly he wasn't there anymore you're like are you, are you fucking are you kidding and I used to, like you I used to watch him every day if it wasn't that special it would be clips on YouTube I was just watching him constantly I just loved him so much and then yeah it was one of the first times where I've just gone yeah I want to say something because I just I'm so I am for the first time like genuinely heartbroken and at someone mm. I didn't know that passed on. But then you see other people... It, this happens all the time, like you said. They start off, they go, oh, I loved him. I remember when I was in this green room with them and they said how great I was and I just, and it's all about them and you go, oh, fuck off, I man. Know, I know. It's like I saw... I'm not going to name the name. I saw a comic when
2: no. a, another comic died and they were like, oh, I remember when he texted me about my award win and uh, <laughs> that was the start yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, is that... Is, all right, but then you're like fine I guess it's just whatever why, why, why do we care at the end of the day why do I care what they ever say yeah. why should you care about writing stuff we're all
1: we're all just little
2: ants <laughs> <laughs> we are <laughs> but
1: that? that's why I think that's half the problem with us human beings is that we, you know, we, are, we, do, we are aware of our own existence but it, it, we, we're not as important as we think we are and I think that's where a lot of this the, a lot of our issues are stemming from now we're starting to realise that actually, we're just part of the system. We're not really like the head of the system. Yeah, and I think that's where this. That now we're all struggling to. We all want to feel a bit more important, and we all want to feel like we actually, we're, we're yeah, we're more, we're more important than we think we are, and it's yeah, then we and then the we, then we really are. It's the pandemics really
2: escalate. Is it like? Um, I feel very lucky actually that um and I don't know if you feel the same, obviously it's been quite trying in our industry, but in every industry, mm-hmm. let's be honest, unless you're like a billionaire, yeah. right? So then you go, oh, you start freaking, and then you go, actually, I'm still lucky because whatever happens, what's happened financially in the last two years and then stuff's looking a bit bright, but either way, you still going to get to do what we love. Um, and then, but a lot of people have been, and it's difficult, it's like a double-edged sword. It's like this pandemic showing you, you know, self-care and like worry about time, but then some people are like, start quitting jobs and going into shit and they aren't they aren't ready to go into this shit and then I'm I'm just worried about those people where they're like I'm 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 gonna just and I go, Yeah, I think absolutely like pursue but a lot of people I think are just I'm just quitting and I'm gonna pursue something different but I haven't actually like worked enough at it or or figured it out which so then I'm just I'm worried for mm. these people is what I'm saying, Rich. Does that make sense? Like I want people no, to I get pursue you. their yeah. dream and do what they love, but um I think it's also recognised... I recognise, anyway, I don't know if you do, I'm very, very privileged to do a thing Absolutely. that I love. And it's like, what percentage of people in the world actually get to do something they love, really, do you think? Well, this is, your- is
1: it, man. It may, this is it. If I... You know, I, I'm really lucky, like you've just said, we're very lucky to do what we are able to do. We are we are good at what we do, and we're lucky to be able to do it. What is amazing is if I turn around and said to you, I'm going to be a Formula One driver, and yeah. you'd go, um... I don't think you should. This ever. This I mean, mean,
2: I'd like to see what happens in, in a perverse way. <laughs> so you just turn it up to a, to a, what's that? A silver statement. All right.
1: Any uh, any spare cars I can uh, take for a spin? You just rock up in, in an ill-fitting fire suit, just gaffer tape around yeah. my wrists and ankles. I've bought a helmet. I've bought. I've literally got all the gear and minus no idea what goes on in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there. At that point, you'd have to go, um, Richie, let have a word. I, I don't, I don't, I've got a bad feeling about this. But this is thing with other people, because you want to say, yeah, you know, explore your dreams. You want to, yeah, fling yourself out there. But sometimes you look at people, I don't, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, I think it comes what's, down what's, to what's, the
2: it, idea of, I've said this about, and this is not, again, I'm not trying to judge that. but there's a lot of people who love the idea of something and not the reality of... of My my friend actually, we were talking about this the other day, she made me laugh. She was like, I I really, at one point, thought I wanted to be a gemologist whilst she's a writer and she was like starting as a writer but she was doing like a job in a barn. She went, I want to be a gemologist which is like, because I love... Precious stones. I think she thought you could do All like right. a course to like have that as a, you, a part-time job. It's a seven-year, it's a seven-year like program to become one. But she Shit. she realized that very quickly and was like, oh, I can't. Most things, if you want to do it, you have to just work so hard. I don't think there's yeah. very few things apart from maybe influence. No, no, that's not even true. If you're an influencer, you work hard at putting stuff on the internet. I don't know if you've tried Mate. to regularly upload stuff. I get, I get, I try to do a TikTok almost like four tiktoks a week and i was like this is not what this is mentally draining and i don't want to do it so no i think you have to if you want to
1: do a thing you love you've got to you've got to work got to do your it. ass off there's no shortcuts really i don't think no well i know i know the influencer uh, poppy adams <clears throat> yeah and her her out she just has to record every single thing no, she no. does i can do constantly I can't do that and you uh, yeah I, I have like, trouble impressive. plugging this show yeah
2: <laughs> I know that feeling. Because so, do you feel the same as me? It's Going back to what you said earlier, again, overthinking it. I'm like, I don't want to put this online because people are going to think <laughs> I'm just so boring plugging stuff. And again, yeah. no one, no one, but probably no one cares. Again, probably. There no. might be the odd sad person that, that worries a lot, but I'm sure most people But be. Yeah, I, I feel like, oh, I'm crowding someone else's timeline with my with my <laughs> stuff.
1: Yeah, I think it's exactly, that's exactly it. I just sit there and I go, ah, oh, not because people keep to go, you don't plug enough, you don't plug enough. I'm like, I plug every day. They go, you don't, you don't, you've got to do it every three, every three hours. You've got to do it. And oh, uh,
2: it's yeah. too much,
1: man. It's, it's annoying much. though, because
2: people that do that, it, you like to go, oh, you go, yeah, but it's not, it doesn't matter. And then you, people that do that actually do very well. And you're like, oh, it does, it does yeah. actually work. That's almost more annoying when you're like, it does, it does work. <laughs> It does, it does work. work. It does work. I wish I wish I could kid myself that it makes no difference, but there is solid evidence that backs up that doing. Do you um do you have a feel fi- yeah. like um do you ever do you have this as well? Sorry, this is your podcast, but I just I'm just no curious. no do no go you, on. How do you feel about asking people? So I um this is not to again I'm feeling awkward. I'm not trying to plug, but I've been recording a, a podcast with your your lovely producer Paul Hi, Producer Paul. Oh no, yeah, and I've had to get guests on, and I just i really hate i feel i feel anxious when i because you were yes. you always feel like you're asking for a favor right because it is yes uh, it is essentially there's not really much upside to it. <laughs> unless your no. podcast is humongous and then like joe rogan or whatever and but i just fucking I, I dread it i'm like text them or right. email them and then you're just like oh god i want to jump out of a window soon. <laughs> so i'm like why am i even doing this to myself
1: I have bursts of where I'm just like hey, come on my podcast come on my podcast I'm having, a, I'm having a, a confident day I'm like come on my podcast yeah yeah and then yeah. most of the time I'm like I can't I really I, I mean Paul knows this for, for a fact he's like have you asked that person I'm like yeah yeah I'm, I'm just building up the, I've just got a way I've got mm-hmm. to do it I don't want to and I'm just because I, I think as well because this is so like this is sort of seen as it's a mental health podcast like the jumping off point so as yeah. soon as people hear that they kind of go oh I don't know if I want to open myself up in that way yeah so there's a, little, there's a reticence to sort of jump on. But yeah, I get yes. it, man. I just, I, I fold in half, cringe in half. And then half you the should, you
2: shouldn't, why, and we shouldn't, because at the end of the day, I'm trying to like say this for both of us, like, they can just get, they just, will. what's the worst thing? They just go, oh, no thanks, or they don't reply. And then actually, you know, we're so used to, in this industry, you forget, like, actually quite tough, you know, how many yeses do we get generally that we want out of the amount of things we try and go for it's like very small so really just asking but i think when you know someone a bit and they're like a mate and you're like i don't know it's something that's something about that i feel like is worse like hey hi mate can you come on (laughs) like like i haven't spoken like yeah we haven't spoken in ages because i've been in other country i guess but um um you know, a bit of me is like, maybe we we should have gone for a dinner first. He's into it. He's into it. Someone actually told me this at at a party and I actually thought it was quite a good bit of advice in this industry, although it makes us feel a bit yucky. It was like, they said, because when you ask someone, you know, especially over here, there's like, hey, there's writing jobs and there's shows and if you know someone, it helps, but you always feel a bit awkward, like we said about asking, but someone said a drug dealer once said to them, someone would, Texas drug dealer and be like, hey man, how you doing? What's going on with you? What's new? Blah blah blah. by the way, uh, have you got any coke? Like (laughs) And the drug dealer just said, just just say the thing. Just say you don't care about well, not that you don't care, but like just ask for what you want at the top rather than doing this whole and I think there's Uh, actually not it's not because you feel like I've got to do this whole obliging, but almost there's like a there's an in-between. There's like if you're genuinely having a nice catch-up with someone, that's great. And then you go, Oh, by the way, actually, here's the thing. But if you do the, like, catch up by numbers, two questions, and then here's your yeah. point, I think that's worse than just going, hey, man, um, don't suppose you'd like to do my podcast? And then someone just goes, yes or no. But yeah, I just yeah. thought, have, have the drug dealer mentality to um, just so. get down, down to
1: business. <laughs> I think, and the same with asking to go on podcasts as well is, yeah. Because there's a couple of the and ages ago they they even said, yeah, come on the podcast. I was like, yeah, let's sort that out, and then we never did. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I oh, yeah, yeah, I should sort that. I should sort that out. And then I'm like, uh. I know because uh, you feel you feel like, you you feel like if me. they
2: wanted me, they'd ask me, but actually probably they just got busy, and yeah know, they'd love to have you on, but they I remember when me and yeah my old one with cut, we'd just be like, Oh, who have I just seen that week?" and then you just ask them it's not <laughs> there's no <laughs> grand plan uh-huh. there's no like there's no like leaderboard of people you want on the podcast, um but yeah, yeah, I know that feeling, that's just like uh, yeah, I should be asking. Yeah.
1: I should be asking to get on a couple more, but you did just- Sure. And the thing is, what is, like you and I, We for a living, we talk to strangers and and that's what we do. We go out in front of people and we try to make strangers laugh. And I don't, so I don't know why we have this problem with, you know, when it, we seem to think that people, when people see our output and what we're doing, they go, oh, this fucking guy again. What are we yeah. worrying about? I it's, know. It's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, I've been recently, yeah, recently I've started trying to be a bit more like, none of this matters. Like, I'd like to go mm. back to the, the ant thing and not in some super nihilistic way, just like, you know, when um, a few um, things have happened, uh, and I know this is like a sharing podcast, but I, I can't fully share the stuff because of the person involved, but yeah, some health stuff's happened to some of my family and then I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, none of this matters. Who cares? You're just like, yeah, you're just like this, like it's like with this stuff, Someone might not get better you, they do, it doesn't matter. It's quite a good mentality, actually. Even doing stand-up, I feel, I've had to do it the last couple of weeks with some stuff going on. And I actually have quite enjoyed it because I just go on stage literally not giving a shit <laughs> at all. Yeah, of course. Which is, I think, always, um, I think that's a good, I've always thought I stand-up. as like a, a, a healthy medium of caring enough to work at your craft, but ultimately not giving a shit when you go on stage, um, but still... See there's see me like you care enough is that like a weird I know that makes you mean. sense yeah yeah there's absolutely that just say they just I'm going to say this you have to still think of the audience having a good time because otherwise you would just say completely uninteresting stuff but yeah you've got to not having no neediness is is very key i think to being um yes. good on stage um and that's taken me a long time to get
1: <laughs> well this <laughs> as a yeah. pleaser uh, well, I think yeah, I'm the same, and I think you get, like you've just said, like you know, something happens in real life that makes you, it shines a light on how privileged we are in the positions mm-hmm. we're in. That when someone like a loved one is struck down with something, and you go, oh shit, that listen, this doesn't matter at all. Like you've just said, yeah. And once that, once you experience that, yes, I think it does. I think yeah, from that you do become, yeah, things become. A bit more easy to deal with in a shitty way, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shouldn't, it shouldn't take that. It shouldn't be that. <laughs> not, no, exactly. Guys, if you want to get
2: really, really uh, calm in life, just get someone have something horrible happen to them that you love and then <laughs> everything gets yeah. easier. Yeah. Like weird, <laughs> as long as it's not you. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's not you. It's like a weird seminar. I'm sure there'll be someone in LA running that cult for people. Come just just poison, a, <laughs> poison a loved one and then you will feel liberated in everything you do in your
1: life. Because <laughs> you see their struggle, you know, yeah, yeah. and it's not your struggle.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no, I guarantee there's a fucking cult like that out here. It's funny.
1: What's it like for your mental health living in LA? How did you? How are you finding it?
2: Do you know what? I actually have found it um, LA for people's mental health is is understandably a place a lot of people struggle with. But I feel quite lucky actually because I moved here with my wife um, who um is one that I really like. <laughs> I know it's very fashion <laughs> I know it's very fashionable in comedy to talk about your wife being annoying. But no, she's like my best friend and we we write together and stuff. So makes it it undeniably better because everyone talks about how hard it is to um make mm. friends and all that stuff out here because it's um it's not an easy to get around city. Um and you can get a, very obsessed with you know your career stuff. But weirdly I find it in the career side, I found it a bit easier mentally than the uk because in the uk i found that it's quite a narrow funnel of stuff you're supposed to do to be the perceived successful comedian does that make sense so like yes when i was it's like get on mot the week now have a good have a have an edinburgh about a very either something really crazily personal or uh, or something really out there and then if you have a good edinburgh then that's good. Then you might get on Mot the Week. And if you get on of the Week, you might do this. Or you might write a sitcom, even though doing an Edinburgh show doesn't necessarily mean you can write a sitcom. You know, kind of weird UK. Go to Edinburgh. Yeah. It was always this very weird, very British, like you have to do these steps because it's the way it is. And then you go, but why does it have to be that way? So then in America, mm, what I like yeah. about it is... is is. Um, It's very frustrating and loads of... The stand-up scene is, you know, I don't really get... It's much harder to get paid for stand-up, much harder to build a... You know, building a following from just live stand-up, very difficult. But I think that's the same in the UK now. But there's so many channels and so many things. It's so big that there's so many different ways of finding what you do and doing it. Um, You know, you can pitch TV shows. You can write on shows. You can... There's so many different things that, like, when you see someone doing well and i've I've always tried to not make that a thing that i worry too much about and i don't think i worry about too much but in the uk you'd be like literally you know if someone's on what the week you'd be like oh well they've taken that position that i might have maybe taken um just just, just demographic wise or whatever whereas over here this doesn't matter there's like there's so many different ways of doing things that that side of things hasn't bothered me which is great because uh no because it's so unhealthy to care about what anyone else is doing really
1: oh man it's funny over here because at the minute I feel we're still having a problem with ageism and and that's across the board not just in our industry but just in life people seem to think that you get to a certain age and you're just not Mm -hmm. relevant anymore I know it's always about new and young and fresh and you're like well there's still people there's old people that are my age that were old ravers and now you know they still want to go out they still want to have a good time yeah but no one's catering for that. And it's like, what, what are we supposed to do? Just trundle off into the sea. It's weird. It's weird as well because when I was younger and I
2: loved stand up as a teenager, I, I, didn't, I wouldn't give a shit about what a 23 year old comedian was. I mean, I'm not, I'm sure, uh, and again, you can have great comics at 23. I, I actually think it doesn't really matter. But I, I, yeah. it's, I think there's a weird thing in the industry where they think, well, young people want to just hear from young, good looking people. And actually, it depends. Like I used to love The Office when I was sixteen. That's not. It's not aimed at a sixteen-year-old. The Office. It's just. No. It's just a guy being. You know, it's a show that highlights a really honest truth um, that spans all generations. Um, Partridge the same. Like I think I th- you know, certain comics. I think someone being genuine is actually just very appealing to any age. You know, Bill yeah. Burr. He's what is he like in his fifties now? It's funny yeah. as fuck, but he's like yeah. being authentically him and I think you know I I'm like I'm on I 35 so yeah I used to love him 10 yeah I th- I think there's a there's this weird obsession with young and hot and definitely on a, on a certain level I understand like young mm. sexy shit sells but I think in stand-up I'm just like no, I want to see someone you know Mickey Flanagan I used to watch when I was starting yeah was fucking hilarious and you're just like these people Zoe Lyons yeah, yeah all these people they're so good and when they're just being authentic and that's that's
1: the thing I think sometimes gets a bit lost in this industry I think so I think across the bull I say with you know this when the pandemic first started it first happened and then we were all sort of like alright well I can't do stand up we we'll am going to go and get other, another job I'll just go and stack some shelves and the amount of st- shelf stacking jobs I got turned down for really I'm like what the fuck I'm like I just need to just give me a job and I am and I genuinely think it was because of my age and I think yeah, a lot of, like, uh, loads of people struggle with getting other work now because they're older for some reason they just I don't know what it is I don't know if they're seen as maybe they're, they're not as malleable as young people I don't know if can, you're not gonna, I know that I wouldn't want some young upstart in an office telling me what to do now yeah you know what I mean I'd be like no mate go and get your dad I'm not talking to you <laughs>
2: i'd love i'd love a 24 year old to go bring his dad over to the office to tell you off (laughs) dad what are you doing right now i need to tell off tell off one of the dinosaurs at work (laughs) and he's a dinosaur because he's just over he's over 10 years older than me so that's how
1: we yeah 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 yeah. he's 49 Um, that's ancient
2: yeah i know that's dog shit though why can't i mean the shelf stacking thing that's very depressing that that is a a reality Yeah. yeah i I once didn't get a job as a shelf stacker when I was a teenager, if that makes you feel any better. Um, oh, I really? filled out the form so badly for Sainsbury's. <laughs> I think they could just tell I didn't want the job. They were like, this guy's heart's <laughs> not in it. This guy's been told to get a job by his dad. He's crossed yeah, out four no, things. A... He's basically he written, help me, help me in invisible ink on the, on the application. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think some just, just, I still find that baffling because there was a couple of interviews I had to do, and you know, and, and it like, and there's still the old questions like, like this company that you're applying to work for is the greatest company in the land. You're like, no, mate, I'm here because I need the money. Yeah, let's and it's not. always been the same.
2: <laughs> let's. Why are we doing this dance? No one, yeah, yeah. no one <laughs> believes that. You know that even the fucking manager of this. Area. If he got offered more money by Tesco, he'd jump shit from Sainsbury's to Tesco. He's not. <laughs> There's no one like kissing the badge. <laughs> <laughs> you stack a good shelf, slide on your knees, kiss your name badge. Everyone.
1: <laughs> I'd like to see more. You of that, got people actually. coming down to the, people coming down to the store just to watch to, watch Craig when he's on shift because he's the best. <laughs> Craig's the best.
2: He hasn't taken a pay rise in five years. He had offers from he had offers from Morrison's. Officer of MS. He just, yeah. He loves Sainsbury's home. He's just loyal to Sainsbury's, Sainbury. mate. He's loyal. That would yeah. make me, I would go, I'd be more brand loyal if they made uh, the staff kiss the badge when you, when you, when <laughs> <or something>. you, <laughs> they
1: start doing, they start selling uh, Sainsbury's out uh, um, uniforms in JD Sports. <laughs> New ones every season.
2: Put <laughs> Craig, Craig07 on the back. <laughs> this is a this is a bit, mate. You can have, who's having this bit? This we've made a bit by accident. This is definitely a bit. You oh, should have mate. this bit.
1: Ah, actually, thinking, I'm thinking. Do you know what? Simon Munnery has got a bit about this. Oh my god! Everyone's got a bit about something,
2: though. I've, that's something I realised. Yeah. Don't worry about people having bit. People have always got bits that we've all got. But um, as yeah. long as you haven't intentionally, and you'll have your own spin. He won't do
1: it the same as we've done it now. No, he t- he says he likes to go. I think if I remember it rightly. He likes to go to Sainsbury's for the songs. (laughs) That's funny. The songs are better in Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's, Sainsbury's. Tesco, shit. That's funny. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But you can make it about your...
2: Sorry, I love... love, My favourite thing is I hate... Stand-up-wise at the moment, I used to like... You know, my 20... I just get up every day and I try and write through it. Now, because I do more writing of scripty stuff and all that, that's my like my actual work. Mm. And then I just stand up Is the best thing is, is just chatting to people and coming up with it is the best way of coming up stand up. But um in my, I like coming up for other people. Cause I, cause then I don't have it. I don't have to make it perfect. I can just go, Hey mate, that's funny. Just deal with that. You can finish it Just off. do that. Mate, just do all the, exactly what we just said in that spontaneous way. We just came up with it and it will kill. Yeah. Um But uh, you should link that to the, um not getting a job in Sainsbury's and then the, that question. I think that's really funny.
1: And that's different. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Well, I've got a bit, yeah, i've got the bit that i yeah the, the bit is that you know like you know, when you get there and they go so what why do you want this job and you're like what the fuck well because i really like Tins and I love dog food and now here I am. <laughs> yeah. Now you've got to add in this. There's, there's
2: no Stephen Gerrard or Tesco just like there till they die. That's funny. Get it in there, mate. <laughs> yeah, I want to progress I'm, I'm
1: holding you accountable to this. <laughs> I'll video it when I do it and I'll send it to you.
2: Please, 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 please. And if it doesn't work, it's nothing to do with me. It's all,
1: <laughs> no, it's all you. <laughs> classic. Classic. But, classic. I, but this is the thing and the more the, uh, people are struggling now because more and more jobs are becoming automated, mm-hmm. so you end up you know like what are you can do. We can't all get jobs fixing the robots. So what are we going to end up doing?
2: Yeah, I did read about. Um, I read. I'm trying to be better and not reading sort of existentially scary news, but I did read this like very detailed AI. Um, article by some guy something urban was his name i can't remember his name anyway it was like the machines are gonna you know but just like so many jobs are like gonna be i mean again we're a bit lucky i I think it's quite hard to automate talking shit like in the near future i'm sure they have a, a an ai thing that can sort of churn out some perfectly feasible stuff but um yeah there's there was was it andrew yang out here who's who um he's a politician he, well, he was one of the presidential candidates and I think he had like a was it universal credit of like a thousand dollars I can't remember what it was but there was a, some mm. universal credit pre-pandemic obviously um, when he was running I think before he got knocked out but it was like he'd accounted for AI and and automation taking over but again with all these things like climate crisis all these politicians are just that get in and just it's all what can they do in like two years rather than the next ten but you're right that's a problem people need to yeah. Automate proof Their careers
1: Which is going to be hard And this is it But it's I was even reading about um, oh, Is it Jet Lee Or somebody like that The reason he came He stepped away From the Matrix films It might not be Jet Lee, It was someone like that uh, Because he's got All these moves That he's been working On over years It's like his life His life's work Mm-hmm and then when it came to the Matrix films, they were going to video him in the in the sequels before this one has come out now. And he said that they were going to video, it, they were going to record him doing that, and then and, he's, and then they would own those moves, oh as intellectual property. And he's like, no, he goes, I've worked on those for years. And then what? Then they can take those moves and superimpose someone else's head on it. That's and, th- you know, that's so Hollywood. They would do that. They would own yes, those. and he's and those he went, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah.
2: that's so hollywood yeah that's hilarious that some like corporations like we're gonna own (laughs) we're gonna own karate chop at a 28 degree angle followed by um knee to the kidneys i mean you can tell my lack of karate knowledge there that i've named named two things that i don't think Jet lee's invented
1: Uh, i was gonna say um, jumping for a step ladder but that's jackie chan That's Jackie Chan. He loves that. He loves jumping through step ladders. That's funny.
2: That's funny you said that and that he immediately popped into my head.
1: It's crazy, isn't it? But that is the thing. This is so that's what, even on that level, they're like, no, 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 you're not doing it. So even that would become automated. They wouldn't even need him anymore.
2: Oh, yeah, that's depressing. Um, Mm. So how are they going to do that with us? What are they going to own? People start buying it. No, you can't own a joke. You can't own a joke. That's actually proven. That's like, Annoyingly sometimes When they get stolen The person That's hard to prove isn't Really
1: they? Well don't uh, Yeah you make, have to Who came up with it first yeah, yeah, yeah
2: don't they People always try And do these lawsuits And it never works Annoyingly um, really? When it's clearly stolen, I'm sure that's what's happened with a couple. Of, isn't there some British guys going through that? And isn't there some? Yeah,
1: then right as we speak, yeah, there's a, a, in there's a, a couple battle. of them, and it's yeah, and it's yeah, and, it, and both the jokes are, you know, they're word for word, and you go, well, you know, that's and like you see, you know, it, it, of course it must be so frustrating when you've you've like you know like Jet Lee Li or whoever that was that they've put their life their life I and know. soul into that, and then some someone else just goes, yeah, I'm going to have that. I'll just yeah. a
2: button and just say it was jetly, So, um, but I'll take myself Thank you. saying this out.
1: No, no, that's no, fine. Keep it in. I like it. it I wonder what jetly. we'd see. This is this is what we'd be like if uh, we automated producer Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good. Chris and I would be fucked. Yeah. Just Paul, just confirming
2: facts for an hour. That would be good, <laughs> <laughs> rather than us just speculating. It'd save everyone a lot of time. It would. Yeah, just re- rename me.
1: Say Alexa or a Siri or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel's son. Yeah. Paul Daniel's son. That was terrible, sorry. No, that was good. That was a good pun. (laughs) I liked it. But this is what's happening with people. They're finding that they're getting, you know, shoved out. and, And it's only going to end up with five billionaires, you know, left. While the rest of us just get sort of punted out. I know. I don't know, to become landfill. And that's, of course, people are going to struggle with that. I know. It's
2: very, yeah, it's hard. It's like, it's almost like, it was probably meant, it was mentally easier back in the day when there was just like a, a very small pool of job options, right? And then you were like, we'll do these. Yeah. And then now you're right. All these, these kind of more manual jobs are going. And then it's like, I still think, yeah, then you're trying to get people, they'll be, pe- you know, in the very, very, in not in the very, but in further future, people will be like a bit more prepped for like, you know, this automated world and what to do. But um, at the mid the people in the middle now, I can feel, you know, compu- I mean, even my dad, who's like, you know, he's semi-retired, but he's like, you can just feel him just pissed off with the world's ever-changing systems of automation, mm. which is natural. He doesn't understand. The other day he rung me because he wanted to check if he was... He didn't understand, but basically my mum needed him to check if he was... Um, if the antivirus had been paid for. And he emailed me going, do I have Norton? And I went, I don't know if you've got Norton. Let me go for your computer. And then he didn't have Norton. He had a different a different one. And I go, you've got that. And he goes, okay, cool. And then I said, but just check if your mum was, if that's good. And then I said to my mum, what's this, I was checking if he's got Norton. She goes, he's such a fucking idiot. She goes, such a- I just needed him to check if he'd paid for a year's subscription to the uh, whatever it's called, AVG, subscri- I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. So he just needs to check his bank statement. <laughs> so then I rung him oh up and God. was like, you just need to check your bank statement. He goes, why don't you just do that? And he goes, oh God, that's not easy as well. And then he tried to do that for a bit online and then he gave up and then I just went, I, th- I think we're good. <laughs> I
1: think it's good. <laughs> we'll just batten down the hatches and hope you don't get a virus. Well, this, do you know what, what annoys me is, is um, it's like I, to, I lost my phone. And a very kind man found it, gave it back to me. Oh. But I'd already uh, re- reported it lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it took me six weeks to get my phone turned back on. And I kept going wow. in there. And I kept, yeah, yeah, yeah. It took, it took so long. And I kept going in. i going, look, there's a bar on my phone. I need it taken off. And in the end, I was just like, look, you're so fucking worried about getting ripped off. You're not giving a shit about me without having, I need my phone for work. And you're yeah. this is doing my nutting. Because all of—I wouldn't mind if all of these things were put into place in order. It's like, oh, these will help you. This is beneficial for you. But yeah. I just see it as a No, you just don't want to get ripped off. You're trying to make more money. This is sickens me. Yeah, and I don't no, know if that's I'm becoming an old no care of
2: you. No, there's no, no, no. I get that. I, I, what? Sorry, I need to go more deep. And it's six weeks. What's what? Yeah. Can you name and shame the phone company or the phone <laughs> shop? Who's <laughs> O two? O two. O two. So they said, yeah. you hang on, you lost your phone, you got a new phone. Yeah. no 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 I lost my
1: phone and I got my phone back
2: oh you got your phone back and then you were like but I've already cancelled it so now I've that's crazy
1: and I kept having to go in and I kept and and so the insurance company cancelled the the claim and then I kept having to go in I went in so many times in different cities wherever I was I was going in and going right still no phone I need this sorting out then every time they go, oh, yeah, we're going to take the bar off. it would be 24 hours. And then and the next day, no, it's not lifted. I'm like, oh, come on, man. And I was just kicking off, kicking oh, off. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was I was lovely up up to a point. In the end, of the last day, and the guy just went, yeah, we're going to take the bar off. It'll take 24 hours. And I went, that's enough. I'm not leaving this shop until you either give there me another go. phone. There we go. I, I love just, it. Had, I just like proper like, falling
2: down this. moment. <laughs> getting a mental hard on listening. I love it. I love it. When people just put their foot down with this because they can always do it. It's just, they yeah. always go, it's be fucked. And then they have to just, they don't care. But if you just like put down your foot, you can make it. Oh, and then it works. Yeah. Phone should, I have the rule of don't swear is my rule. Mm. Never swear. Yeah. Um, until they make you, <laughs> until they make you swear. You're like, you're like, just don't swear because then, then they can hang up. Um, and then, no, I do try to never swear, but then there's a point where they just push you so hard, and you're just like,
1: mm. fuck.
2: Um, middle, you're you're bringing me to a, a cumagony point now I've got now. in My mid days, and I, I, this is very much very American, and I think in the UK more so. It's kind of a big business thing, but unnecessary middlemen in in shit is Ugh. just. So they do, you, yeah. I think this is, so in the, over here now, I don't, I know you came, I know there was delivery when I left and I haven't been back properly for like three or four years, but there was, um, over here, you know, back in, in the, back in the day when you order a takeaway, you'd call up the restaurant, they deliver it to you. Now these, these companies like Grubhub and DoorDash mm. have rung all these places going, we'll do all your delivery admin and all this. And then you, they fucking get paid 30% or something insane. Um, and so, but if you sign up to us, we'll get you more business and all this, which I guess does make sense because people online, even though I miss just typing in the, the name of the cuisine and going, going direct to source, right? But the problem yes. is when something goes wrong, it's just game over. Like, so they brought the wrong food to our house. This is a few months ago, like the wrong order. Mm. So I ring up and go, guys, you brought the wrong order. Can you just send the thingy? And they go, this is the restaurant. And they go, well, you went through DoorDash. You're going to have to ring DoorDash. And I'm like, oh. Okay. So I ring DoorDash, and then I'm like, trying to speak to them, going, because obviously by this point, you're fucking starving, right? Your food yes. has arrived, you're excited. You then spend 20 minutes on hold, you get through, and then they tell you yeah oh yeah there's been a mistake okay we'll give you a refund and you go yes great and then can oh, you just mate. can you just reorder the, the they're like no you've got a you've got to call up the restaurant again and reorder and wait another and i'm like this is i got so angry i i and then i was like well you've got to give me like it's not just that i've got the wrong food i now have to wait an extra hour so you've got to give yeah. me some discount and they go no no we can't and then i can't remember how this happened but i ended up getting going through to like the I've get to point where I go. Send me to the boss. Stop reading off your sheet. Send me to the boss. Stop reading the script and send me to the boss. And I got through. And I can't remember how this happened. But the guy was like, wrong name, something, something, all this. And then I said, what's going? I go, why is it? Why did it go to the wrong place? Why can't? I? And the guy went, so Let me just confirm your phone number. And went, go right. Let me is your name, and I doubt it is, but it says on my system, your name is Roast Chicken Sandwich House. And I went, that's not my name, man. That's not my name. <laughs> You've got the name of a restaurant as my name, and I don't know what's happened here. But then the guy just very quickly was like, I'll give you $20, and then uh, we'll we'll get that. Sort of. But still, let still to call the fucking restaurant and order it. So, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Unnecessary middlemen. Yes. Well, we're, so we're, it's like estate agents. They are, you're right.
1: They are. They're middlemen. And it's and, all... I remember buying a flat, and they just went oh yeah well done you've got the flat uh, now you've just got to pay 10 grand you go well what's that for they go oh, stamp duty what's that for because you have to pay it okay but well, what's it for it's the law <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> just 10 grand just 10 grand <laughs> I love as well if you, if you didn't know anything about that that
2: sounds like the most made up thing just how much yeah. 10 grand that feels like a, that feels like a very <laughs> a very easy number for you to say 10 grand exactly <laughs> for yeah. what just stamp ten duty. grand, ten grand, and then you don't tell and, us before,
1: yeah. And that's how shit it was because when people stopped, because of the because of the old Pando, people weren't buying houses and things like that. So to 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 get people to get back into the 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 buying the house buying mm-hmm. market, they dropped the stamp duty. So they said, mm-hmm. oh, for a limited time, you don't have to pay stamp duty. You go, so it doesn't fucking matter then. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a, it's just a, it's another fee, you bastard.
2: It's, it's like um, America, a lot of places in America, when you go to buy something, ninety percent the tax isn't included. And I want to be no. like, oh, mate, I'm gonna pay am I paying the tax? Then put it in the price, like why well, don't yes, make me yeah. work out eight percent of fucking what, fourteen fifty. Mm-hmm. I've got no clue. Yeah. <laughs> but I know it's gonna be more than fifteen. Um yeah, yeah. put it in there. <laughs> put it in there.
1: Over here, when we have the we have the VAT and they go, Oh, that's yeah, that's the price, and then there's VAT on top, we go, again. Put it in the price, mate. I'm not, I'm not HMRC. I don't know how that works. Just <laughs> whatever the price is. Let Do me I look play like it. HMRC? Do I look like HMRC? <laughs> Put it Do in I look price? like a cunt? Fuck's sake. <laughs> 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 just stop. It's all everything. It's just all this bollocks where you just go, they go, well, oh, that's the law. You go, why is it the law? You go, because it is. No, no, no. Is it a law that's in place that benefits everybody? That safeguards everybody or is it a law that's been put in place that means you get more money from people because that really fucks me off
2: yeah yeah. That's and all uh, of this
1: adds to the stress
2: the job it's um the jobs worth is the word
1: that is a very British word oh, that makes people I love that word jobs worth oh. jobs worth the guy that does his job properly, yeah, everyone hates.
2: <laughs> that's so British, isn't it, to complain about? <laughs> he's fucking art. Look at this nerd just <laughs> getting paid to do his job <laughs> to the best of his
1: abilities. <laughs> Mate, I heard I was in a Costa, right? And I'm not bragging, but I was in a Costa, and the manager of the place was talking to this. I think she must have been new, and he's talking to her like he was on the on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. The way he was talking, like, I've got to know the numbers. I've got to know this. I've got to know. See, if I don't know that, that'll happen. And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, my God, mate, you work in a coffee shop. No disrespect to anyone that works in a coffee shop.
2: Yeah, just dial it down a notch. Is always, yeah. It's always, like, I don't know if you watch this. Uh, we, we I generally don't watch reality TV, but there's a show that we love watching called Below Deck. Uh, yes. Have you seen it? It's yes. great. It's, it's great people, television. It's basically rich assholes serving insanely rich assholes wisi- yeah. wishing they were the insanely rich assholes. so it's really it's, and it's on a boat and it's all cramped so they're all there's this n- the new series there's a girl who's like the, the chief stew I think they call it like head steward or something yeah uh, and she's like 25 and the way she tries to manage it's just classic Somebody talking but saying nothing over over and over <laughs> again. She's going like because the some the guy left a this guy this British dude left a bin bag in one of the rooms by accident and because he was being put between the cocktail bar and he had to. And she goes, "Yes, yeah, so what we need is just like you need to be like uh, there needs to be a constant flow and you know you need to be upping our game and and, and I want and like if I'm him, I want to be, just tell me in a very specific way what I should be doing at what point rather than saying this. Bollocks! I hate, yeah. I hate oh. um, management nonsense, nothingness. These people are. Yes, it's very David Brent, and it's funny because she's totally unaware of it as well. But she
1: thinks she's being a good boss, but she's just Man. saying words. Oh, I hate it when they try to use big words that they don't, act, or they they say them in the wrong place, or they get the word wrong, and yeah. they're trying to talk like, they, like they're intellectual oh you're like mate even I know that that's it's not what you meant to say was ether not urethra it's <laughs> I was talking to you into the urethra listen to what you've just said to me you fucking clanger what's wrong <laughs> with you oh
2: that's so funny there's a kid when, yeah. when, I was a te- when I was a teenager there was this geezer who like I knew for something he was like a proper geezer and I think he just learned the word derogatory and he said it so many times he kept me like man that's derogatory man but he said it like like literally every sentence I'm like you've just learned a new word haven't you yeah. <laughs> someone got a dictionary yeah
1: Which well, like the Princess Bride isn't it that's inconceivable and in the end he goes I don't think it means what you think it means <laughs> yeah very very but funny it's, it's the it's the you know like you see really makes me laugh when you go to a service station in this country, in in the UK, and you've you're got the, me homesick up, right now. the manager. The manager of the they go this this tonight. John Gregson is the manager of the of the services this evening. Any problems, mm. they go to John. And you're like, what the fuck is this?
2: But what, for him, but you never know. But here's my on the flip side of that. I love it yeah. when someone just loves. If he, like, loves it, then fair play. Get that picture of Yeah, right true. Yeah, you know, true. you must have yeah. like, you know, I've done enough corporates where you do the awards for, like, the uh, the uh, telecommunications uh, sort of uh, regional uh, kingpin of the year. And these people, mate, like, they love winning. Awards. Like, it's just humans. Yes. We like being... So if you're into it, fair play. It's there, But there's a, there's a line. In the same way, me and Hans always, like, joke, and, like, there's, like, a line of, like, care about what you do, do it to the best of your abilities, but like, don't be a knob about it. <laughs> like, yes, don't. exactly. And it's very hard, it's very nuanced, and very arrogantly, we think we have a, the exact right balance, which I'm sure we don't to other people, but <laughs> anyone that doesn't fit the exact way that we perceive you should treat your job is either a nerd or just bad. But we have the perfect balance because um, we are ourselves, and that's how we decide that
1: everything, the prison that we look at life through. But this is it. I mean, it's like Bill Burr recently. He said, "You know, this, this, the, you know, they're rolling out the vaccine and all the, you know, all the people that are going, you know, what they said so they're rolling out a vaccine. If the conspiracy theorists are to be are to be are to be believed, that they're, they're rolling out the vaccine that will kill all the sheep, all like right, us guys that go, what are we doing now? So, they're, and then they're left with all the Fonzies in their leather jackets. <laughs> I guess. And it's like this. It's like you have to be a fonzie, but a fonzie doesn't really get anything done." But the nerd, the, he'll get the shit done.
2: That's very true. You need, we need the nerds. We need the nerds. Who don't yeah. the do, do you want to hear a cool Hollywood story about um, the Fonzie? Yes, I do. Um, I'll tell you this through a, a guy that we first stayed about. here, had this old school Hollywood guy who was like, and again, this is just from his, his from his mouth. He says he, he knew Sylvester Stallone and Henry Winkler when they were all in the, coming up in the, I guess, 60s, 70s or whatever. Mm. And uh, apparently Henry Winkler was, uh, you know, was going into his audition and you think about the way he talks it's quite like Sylvester Stallone right he's like hey, yeah. and he was like I've got this audition I feel like uh, the way you talk would work well for it can I kind of do it and he was like yeah go for it and then that's that's how the funds was born no hey, hey. way yeah apparently oh cool right cool that's either made cool. up or real story who knows I don't but the guy, story I have no reason to believe that the guy was lying to me um, he said he was he he was in a TV show out here and he was mates with all them. So, I like I like that story. So I'm I'm
1: saying it like it's true. That's a beautiful story. I really even if it's not true, I love shit like that. Oh man, that is so cool, man. And I, I think that's a perfect way to finish. That's a lovely way to finish, man. Um, it's been a real joy having you on, Chris. I'm really it's been it's been smashing. I haven't spoken to you for ages, man.
2: I know it f- it flew by. It absolutely flew yeah. by.
1: He it really it's did. Fun. And uh, where, where can we find you, Chris, what are you up to? What are you doing?
2: Well, so this pod that I'm doing with your lovely producer, um, oh, Paul yeah. Daniel, Paul Danielson, son, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all recorded. I'm just finishing off a few bits. So it's going to be, it's called getting my dad to say, I love you because, wow. um, I realized while zooming during the pandemic, cause I haven't been home for two years cause pandemic and, and, uh, immigration stuff I'm sorting over here with my green card. Um, he's a very supportive, loving guy in that sense. And a very sweet guy, but he's, he, I was, I was talking to some people going like, I don't know if my dad's ever said, I love you. So then on the zoom, I was like, Oh dad, have you ever said I love you? And he was like, yeah, I reckon so. And I was like, oh, all right, have you, we'll just say it then. And he just couldn't say it. Um, cause I felt, cause he's just from that generation, right? Um, yeah. Same and, as my and the dad. way. He, and not, not everyone from that generation is like that, but I think the way he was brought up, you don't express your feelings and all that stuff. and um he uh, he's very he doesn't like to yeah it finds it all very uncomfortable he doesn't even like talking about his first kiss and stuff he kind of clams up so i thought oh, it'd wow. be fun to chat to other comedians and yeah. and writers and stuff but this series it's 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 mainly british comics just about their families and their, their parents and and whether they've said i love you to them and because i feel that's quite a common it's kind of a common trope we're all kind of in this industry because we want our parents to touch, tap us on the head, and say, "I love you. Good job." No oh, man. Um, so it's, it's been really fun. Yeah. it's been really fun. It's um, it's called "Getting My Dad to Say I Love You," and it's out soon. I've got uh, um, fantastic. Can I play a trailer then? <laughs> yeah, you can. I, play I it. could <laughs> play so, it. What, play article? it just just for feedback from uh, from British, right. but okay, also uh, when you said mainly British comedians, then I had, uh, the trailer. I just quickly loaded in was the one with uh, Jennifer in it because she's got the most amazing voice. Okay, right. I'm in love with her voice. It's really oh, good. Yeah, she has got she's got a great voice and great. She has she's got very funny stories, but her parents are fucking insane, so it's very fun chatting. Great, Sorry great uh, accent.
1: Anyway, right here
2: comes the trailer. I'm Chris Martin, and my dad has never said I love you, so I'm making a podcast to find out if this is normal with comedians like Jamali Maddox. My mom, she was like, "I'm so happy you did that. That's the only thing I can watch. Of yours that doesn't make me cry." And Conan and Bad Santa two star Jenny Zagrino. I took
0: my mom to the premiere of the last movie. I was. In. She brought a bag of cherries and it was like, Do you want cherries? And I'm like, Mom, stop offering people
2: cherries. And they were like, Yeah. The whole cast. And like, my dad. Will they persuade him? Getting my dad to say I love you is coming soon. Hey. Oh, I don't like well, I love my, that. I don't like hearing my voice, but it's my. Uh, Dude. It's my like, I uh, hate my it. on voice. You know, the odd. Because I do some voiceovers yeah. as well. I'm like, Oh, God, what am I trying to sell? I'm like, Oh, I'm trying to sell my own, <laughs> own podcast, which is free. So it's not really selling. <laughs> but. It was really same, fun. Man. Some re- some really interesting. Yeah, none of us like hearing. You know, you know when you're supposed to record yourself doing a stand up set and then like listen back. I'm like, ugh,
1: every time.
2: Ugh. Yeah. Um. But the pod was great, it's, and people, we, people, were so many fucking so interest, so many like similar themes, um, and then. If, if this all goes good in season two man I'd love to have you on as well and that's me actually yes, saying yes please it. man and I will back it up with a uh, because I just I could <laughs> listen to I could listen to people talk about their parents for just hours I find it so fascinating
1: oh man I've got lots to tell you I love my parents dearly but yeah Lots to say. <laughs> Especially on yeah, yeah. the love thing. But like you say, it's a generation thing. It's a generation thing. He says everything else but that. I
2: know. It's funny. Like, was it Carl Donnelly? He said like his dad never said it. and recently he said it once. And it was like he just like it was like as his dad's getting older and it might yeah, my yeah, my dad's. we're working on him. We're working on him. Um he does a little top and tail at the podcast and he's he's very sweet he's just yeah but you're right they just can't i don't know why it's like some i think it's that man thing isn't it again it's that yeah it's a weakness to 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 show
1: emotion even if it's just like a lovely emotion that makes someone feel really good about themselves it makes them it makes my dad now he now i made a point of hugging my dad now for for a long time now good and he it took him even now, he stand, He know when I'm leaving. He knows that I'm going to do it, and he stands up and he stands with his hands down by his side and he just looks at me like, oh, "Come on in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going nice. to do it, Dad, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do good. it always. You just yeah. got to. It's just keep chipping away. I think. I
2: mean, I haven't seen yes. for two years, cause, and I'll be back hopefully in a, in a few weeks now. But I'm going to hug
1: the absolute shit out.
2: I'm mean, going to kiss yes, him on mate. the face as well. All that stuff. Just,
1: to, just get that done. Uh, I'm going to start introducing that the kiss on the face to my dad I'm going to start kissing him on the forehead or the forehead kiss on the cheek. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah I think it's just a kiss on the forehead's great <laughs> there's something very intimate about a forehead kiss that like it's like it's like my child just there's something about it I don't know that's
1: it yeah yeah yeah
2: that's funny <laughs> alright oh, I'm going to do that. I'll do that as well then inspired by you I'm going to kiss my dad on the forehead Just Let's do we'll it just gently rub it afterwards and say hey, listen, everything's going to be okay <laughs> <laughs> Shush, shush, shush. Yeah, just shush, shushing him even though he's making no noise. That's
1: right. Don't cheapen shush. this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, been great, Chris.
2: Mate, it's great. Thanks so much, mate. I'd love to. Thank to you, you man. And um, no, I'll hopefully see you when I'm back in the UK in real life, mate.
1: you still playing Yeah, football? that'd be lovely. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I haven't been for a while, but I'm, I'm heading back in the next couple of weeks. so Great, great, great. Yeah. And I'm now I'm a vegetarian now as well, so get in there mate good boy good boy making some tiny tiny acorns mate we're getting there I'm not
2: judging anyone that isn't but I'm just saying Rich is one of the best guys purely because of that (laughs) I'm not saying if you eat meat you're worse I'm just saying up your game guys come on up your game (laughs) up your game mate loved it so much thank you appreciate it appreciate you